for shizzle. <laughs> Bringing it back. 1994 wants its comment back. <laughs> Ian started it. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, December 5th, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the show, we will be talking about real fake news and uh, Mueller subpoenas. Mueller. Mueller's subpoenas. <laughs> Mueller's subpoenas? Mueller. Mueller? Better? <laughs> Pretend like there's no E. I can try. Okay. <laughs> But first, is this way? Is this something that goes on at the house all the time? <laughs> Only when I say Mueller, because it looks like it should be Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> first, I wanted to hit some of these sexual scandals because the, a couple of them are coming back into the news for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Bill O'Reilly has come back into the news. He has decided that it would be good for him to uh, paint all the women who have accused him as liars and uh, point out the settlement checks and how much money that people have been given in order to, you know, just go away. Mm -hmm. And uh, as it turns out, one of the women that uh, had settled their case back in 2002 has come out and said, yeah, you're now violating the uh, conditions of the settlement because you're coming out and calling me a liar. So now I get to sue you and tell everybody everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, was she under some uh, NDA <laughs> that she couldn't? So was Correct. he. Wow. Yeah. But he was as well. And now that he has come out and said that she was a liar, all the all the holdings are off. She gets to say whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> These non-lesson learners, like this, this feels like, I feel like he would have, was this, did this happen today? Uh, the last couple of days, yeah. Because they're, they're all doing it. Yeah. Good old, uh, the arch villain who runs our nation was like, hey, remember that Access Hollywood thing? That's yeah. dead and buried and no one brings it up anymore. I better bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? You were in the clear. And now well, Billy Bush really. is. Not really, Ian, because after all this Roy Moore stuff and all the sexual allegations going on, that tape get, kept getting brought up more and more, not by him. Yeah, but he accelerated it, though. Oh, yeah, he made that dumbass comment, and yeah, he shouldn't have right. made that. But as far as, like, not learning their lesson, I would say Bill O'Reilly actually did learn his lesson. Look at Roy Moore. All these people are lying. So Bill O'Reilly should be like, oh, I should go down that fucking route. Maybe I can get a job back. Because <laughs> this guy's going to be in the Senate. <laughs> I have to do podcasts now. <laughs> With no makeup. He looks so awful. <laughs> so I would say he has learned a good, important lesson. Just fucking say everybody's lying. <laughs> yeah. What Although it's backfiring, which I'm happy, but. Yeah. <laughs> and now mm. that he doesn't have a, you know, giant multi-million dollar income anymore. He's going to have to come out of his pocket, which is not increasing. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Fox yeah. won't pay for this one? No. They, no, they fired him. He's gone. And they had shelled out uh, like $13 million to five different women to settle claims. Yeah. A lot of money, and I don't think he can afford to just continue to do that. 
That's a lot of money to pay out to liars. It is. For something you didn't do, you know? Well, he also he also paid $32 million to settle a case with somebody else. So it, it wasn't just 13 Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. That was the more recent one, right? right. That was the one, the, the woman who actually worked at Fox? Yes. I, I, yeah, I, I can't, unfortunately, I can't keep them all straight, no. but you were correct. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing part about all this, though, I bet you there is a giant swath of people in this country who are like, yeah, those women are liars. Oh, totally. Yeah. Except the ones that accused Al Franken and Conyers and all them, they're not liars. But no. when they accuse our guys, they are definitely liars. Mm. It's all political. Nope. Oh, it's political, all right. <laughs> Speaking of people calling uh, their accusers liars, Danny Masterson, uh, Hyde on that 70s show. And <laughs> Well-known know Scientologist is... and rapist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this one is killing me. I don't know what his character is on The Ranch, but he, apparently he stars in The Ranch with his uh, other That 70s Show star, Ashton Kutcher. I didn't even know that he was on that show either. But uh, So is, uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, I'm Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, yeah. Oh, oh really? I, I didn't know Sam Elliott was on that. Oh, it's a weird show, because it's, like, it's, it's almost like... <sighs> I don't know how to explain it, like, because the Sam Elliott character is like a hardcore conservative and makes jokes about liberals and gays and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, maybe not gays, but um, <laughs> so I, when I watched it the first time, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this, and I was like, I don't even know why I'm watching this. <laughs> that would really turn me off of Sam Elliott quick, I think. <laughs> well, he's playing a character, so you know, right? Yeah. But uh, in any case, what is it? Four women have uh, accused Masterson of raping them. Yes. And Netflix has apparently written his character off and fired him from uh, from the ranch, Good. and he is accusing all of his uh, all of his accusers of lying about it. And he's not saying that he didn't have sex with them. He's saying that it just wasn't rape. It was all consensual. Mm. That really doesn't strike a honest feeling in me. The <laughs> idea that. Four women got together and and accused, uh, decided to accuse Hyde of raping them. That just, that's, that's weird. It's amazing that they all knew each other. Yeah. To get together to lie about him. Is it, <laughs> maybe that Danny Masterson raped me support group somewhere. And they're, they're just the ones that are willing to come forward. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm actually more, I mean, disturbed at the whole situation by the, again, from what they've been able to release, the amount of evidence that the Los Angeles Police Department has investigating this they're like we have handwritten letters mm -hmm. from danny masterson threatening the women to not come forward over the rapes he's Holy like we have shit we i have, didn't know that we have <laughs> wow. we have so much evidence and every time we try to move forward the church of scientology blocks us wow yeah i, I was like man yeah, that was the other thing I was going to bring up is uh, I don't know how many letters and other support the, the Church of Scientology has come out with to try to just bury this. Well, I mean, the letters themselves wouldn't stop, a, a, you know, a case going forward by the police department. I wonder what they're doing. I mean, countersuits, just tying them up in court? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. I can, I'll have to find the original article that I read yeah. that told me about some of their sinister practices, I mean, you know, beyond the, beyond the usual of... Threatening the victims and yeah. things like that. I mean, has, he, never, has he been charged yet? He is nope. not. The <laughs> one thing he says is, I've never even been charged with a crime, let alone convicted of one. In this country, you're supposed to be presumed innocent until proven guilty, but in the current climate, it seems as though you're presumed guilty the moment you're accused. I understand and look that forward to true. clearing my name. Yeah, he's, he's not wrong, but he <laughs> is guilty. <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing I don't understand, though, is the... The people who who make this worse, like 
the Church of Scientology or the Netflix executive who like, you know, instead of just like they automatically like circle the wagons around people instead of just going, oh, well, that sucks. I mean, it doesn't represent us. And that's horrible. Like if it turned out like Ian was a serial rapist. Using as an example, but (laughs) thanks. And like, I would not immediately go, I'm completely behind Ian and all these people are lying. I would just be like, wow, he was a good friend. I don't like that about him. That's horrible. And, you know, let justice fall. (laughs) Whatever, whatever that quote is. Like, I don't get like, why does a Netflix executive go? Yeah, we're looking into it. Just say we're looking into it. Or the Church of Scientology just just keep their mouth shut. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they could just stay well, I out mean, of it. Yeah. No, they do not. That's their only. That's the only reason they exist. Mm. He brings. They them protect money celebrities, fame. and celebrities give them money. Yeah. Right, but there's no spiritual element to their church. It's not real. <laughs> but was Scientology ever an issue in this story? It, it was. It was never Danny Masterson reported Scientologist. It was after <laughs> Danny. You know what I'm saying? Like right. It would never be like, and now that this has come out, clearly Scientology is full of shit. <laughs> so why why can't the Scientologists, if asked, go, that's horrible. He should be convicted if it's true. And just leave it at that. But now that they've come out defending him, if if evidence, in if it is brought to trial and he's convicted, that should put Scientology in the correct light. Because they defended somebody who actually had committed the crimes. Boy, this story sounds really familiar, like something out of Alabama. (laughs) 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 Sounds like the same thing. (laughs) However, while I do have some more things on Roy Moore, I am going to move that section to the national news because it's really just become a nationwide story. So if unless somebody has something else about Masterson... Well, I guess the only other thing about Masterson was the way that this came out, the firing of Masterson. Mm. We talked about it briefly before we started recording. One of the Netflix executives was talking to a woman, apparently had no idea who he was talking to, and was uh, explaining to the woman how the people, why they hadn't done anything was because it's likely that the women who'd come forward were all lying about this, not realizing that the woman he was talking to was one of his accusers. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. And apparently after that, went went back to work and went, yeah, we gotta get rid of Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he knows her personally, suddenly she's believable. Hey. Uh, I'm with you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's never a problem until it affects you. Right. Yeah. Why couldn't you believe the four women previously? You have to know them personally and, and you know, get to know their, their psyche before you can believe them. It's bullshit. There's four women telling the same story from different time periods. Same story. Believe it. They have nothing to gain from this. There it's are situations like a... where people might have something to gain, but for the most part, no. I mean, it's less than 1%. It's... Right. It, it's such a small amount that it should not be considered. Yeah. And when it does happen, you go, ah, crap, that's that 1%. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it know. falls into that kind of like I'm for Second Amendment rights, I'm for abortion, I'm for all this, but uh, I have no problem with gay people. Why? Well, my son's gay. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or add all that there. I got a problem with gay people, but I'm soft on immigration. Why? Well, my wife's from Mexico. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it's all very clear until it affects you personally. Very hypocritical. Oh, but- yeah. The other thing that I wanted to do a follow up on just today, the Supreme Court. Mm. Had uh, they heard arguments <laughs> for the uh, the Colorado baker Jack Phillips about the, uh, the he's the guy who refused to do a cake for a gay couple 
And this has gone all the way to the Supreme Court. And from what I'm seeing from the New York Times and a couple other th CNN article, uh, it looks like it is going to come down to Justice Kennedy. It looks like right now there are four in favor, four opposed, and Kennedy undecided. I can barely believe it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would have said 7-2 in favor. <laughs> but this is... None of the justices have come forward and said which way they're siding. They're not supposed to do that. They haven't done it. These uh, are just guesses based on what the justices said during the hearing. Right. And Kennedy asked questions in both directions. When... Mm -hmm. When he was told about uh, the way the commissioners, the Civil Rights Commission that originally ruled against the Baker, uh, said that he, he said that they were neither tolerant nor respectful of Mr. Phillips' religious beliefs, according to the uh, the brief that he had read. However, he then also asked the lawyer for Mr. Phillips, would you not think that uh, putting a sign up in your store saying, we do not bake cakes for gay weddings would be an affront for the gay community? And the lawyer did not have a good answer. So he kind of asked questions in, in both directions. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, we nobody knows how he's going to... Uh, how he's going to rule. 7-2 in favor of the baker. <laughs> Are you basing this on the Muslim ban? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Mm. Basing it, but first I was basing it on, on the playground equipment, and then the Muslim ban. So I'm just, let's just stick with what we know. So there was a bizarre argument about a pre-made cake is not compelled speech. So that is, oh, it, you have to sell them a pre-made cake, but you should not be forced to make a custom cake. Well, I understand <laughs> the argument that if you're making a piece of art, which some wedding cakes you could argue are a piece of art, therefore it's the artist's, you know, work. And and so limiting the work, artist's though. work. Right, it's commissioned work. So I yeah. don't think that that argument really flies in any case. But the argument of, well, if they would have just come in and asked for a plain cake, he would have sold it to them. No, bullshit. Hmm. They came in, they hadn't even said what they wanted yet. He deduced that they were gay by the way that they were acting in his store. And before asking them what they wanted, he told them that he wouldn't sell them anything. Mm -hmm. So they didn't, it wasn't that, well, if they, if they would have just asked for, a, he wasn't being asked to inscribe, I love gay weddings on a cake <laughs> and put his name on it. They don't, they have no idea yes. what no, these, they, these they, two were asking. They came in off the street. He said, sorry, we don't serve faggots. Get out. Yeah. There Did was he actually no, say that? No. <laughs> oh. He did. In he, his heart. He pretty much in did. his heart. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was in his, I know it was in his heart. <laughs> so I don't, so that, I don't know so how that's long. That's why I keep seeing these articles in my Facebook feed are cakes art. I keep skipping over mm -hmm. them because I'm like, I don't care if cakes art. <laughs> fuck the it's fucking stupid. It's a goddamn cake. <laughs> I, I was not on the Facebook, but that's how I would feel. I'd be like, it's just cake. It's not that important. Eat it or don't eat it. <laughs> That's why the question is there, yeah. So it's probably going to be months until they write their decision. That's usually the way it works. Yeah. And uh, still up in the air, mm. doesn't look like they're leaning one way or the other. Although, in the current en environment, I'm not going to argue with Ian too hard. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the sad part is, though, is that we're going to be dealing with this for the next 20 years. 40 30 years. years? Yeah. Mm. Agreed. I can't believe Gorsuch is like two years older than me. <laughs> That's crazy. And he looks like he lives a clean, healthy life. <laughs> I don't know. The number of them that are um, sneak sneaking off to hotel rooms to have sex with little boys is alarmingly high. Supreme Court justice? No. Conserv <laughs> conservative Republican men. Oh. 
Especially highly religious that, conservative Republican men. The people who say that marriage needs to be between a man and a woman mm. and then go off and have secret gay affairs. It's like, well, wait, <laughs> talk yeah. about hypocritical. Yeah. Man. Oh, you mean the family values party that is yeah. going to elect Roy Moore to the fucking Senate? Right. Yeah, exactly. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep swinging it back to Roy. Everything goes back to Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> At least for one more week. Yeah. Before we get there, I do have one thing of state news I wanted to bring up. There is a uh, – this is going on in Kentucky. I don't actually think that they said – oh, here it is. Uh, Stanton Elementary in Powell County, Kentucky. There is a little bit of an uproar because there is a 10-year-old who's going to that school who says that he is an atheist and he does not want to participate in the religious stuff that goes on at the school. Which, yes, they have religious things going on at the school every day. And he said that he, he doesn't think that it's fair because other kids bully me because I'm not religious or a Christian. <laughs> and they make me feel like I'm a bad person and I don't want to feel like I'm a bad person. That's a 10-year-old. Wow. So it turns out what they do is after they, uh, I guess they moved into this area and the kids went to, to go to the school, they brought home a permission slip. And the permission slip was for, I forget what they called it, but it was, it's something completely innocuous. It didn't sound assembly. like that big of a deal. What's that? Assembly. Right, yeah, assembly. an assembly. Yeah. And the mother said, why do I need to sign a permission slip for mm. the kid to go to an assembly? That doesn't make any sense. So she... Found out about it, and as it turns out, they go there, they do the Pledge of Allegiance, they do a hymn, and they have, a, like, a little Christian assembly in the in the morning. They in get a there. public school? Yeah. Yes. That can't be legal. Oh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, especially, it's, especially not forcing people to go to it. Jeez. Well, they're not Don't being... worry, it'll go to Supreme Court 7 to 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Their argument is that they're not forcing people to go. They uh, they send home the permission slip, any kid can opt out, but then if the kid opts out, they get bullied. Mm. And the, the principal is saying that bullying is not going to be tolerated, uh, we're not <laughs> going to stand for this sort of thing, but then what the mother is saying, and I think she's completely right, is that this religious, whether it's, it's forced participation or not, this religious activity is instigating a, a like a bullying atmosphere. Absolutely. Well, it's separating you're singling the... out of atheist kids. Right. That's crazy. Oh, I could I can totally relate to that. Do you know how much shit I got as a kid for being the only Jew around? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's not it's not almost exactly the same, but like, you know, I mean, I live in a small town. They're all Christians, and I didn't know any different, and I was just like they're like, "Well, what religion do you?" And I and again, I was not a 10-year-old atheist at the time. I'm still a little skeptical about that, but, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know any. I was just like, oh, we're Jewish. And then, like, everyone was like, what? And then it was, like, constant jokes till I was 42. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> That's very um, interesting. I never had – I don't think that we had any kids who were known to me to be Jewish. So I have no idea. I, I, I don't have any – like, I can't really relate. Mm. Oh, kids are – well, as we all know, kids are fucking cruel as shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But and it's not like I exactly flaunted being Jewish. You know, I didn't wear a yarmulke. I didn't know anything about the Jewish religion to begin with. Like, I remember one day in the middle of class, and this is like in fourth or fifth grade, one of the kids behind me had cut a rubber ball in half and put it on his head like a yarmulke hmm. and was like, Jared, Jared, look, I'm you. And I did not understand what was going on. Right. I was like, I don't get it. Because apparently these other families are talking about Jews all the time, but not the <laughs> Jewish family in town. Because I was like... What? I don't get it. You got a ball on top of your head? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Is this supposed to mean something? <laughs> then I got a lot of uh, you killed Jesus kind of shit. And wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I feel for you, young man. Yeah. So apparently she went uh, went in to, and talked to one of the teachers, and she went to the principal's office to let them know that uh, her son wasn't going to be participating. And one of the teachers said to her, well, if you're going to insist on being different, then you're going to have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Conform, motherfucker. Wow. So completely putting it back on, on the mother and the kid. Right. Expect to get bullied then. Yeah. If you're going to be different. Move. She, she said she thought about moving. Yeah. Been thinking about moving. Yeah. That's Freedom From Religion Foundation. To arms. <laughs> Great. I, I feel you guys, but damn. If that goes down, that kid is going to get a world of shit for the whole time that he's there. Yeah. Could he get this more? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as he gets older, yes, he could. It could start getting physical. It could start getting... It could just get bad. It'll just... Listen, it's not like the Freedom Fringe is going to come in there and fight for this, and then everyone's going to be cool with this kid. No, ultimately, they'll probably have to move again. But if it gets them to stop right. the practice... Maybe it's oh yeah, I mean yeah, I yeah I understand. I just I'm again since I relate more to the kid what he's going yeah. through. Sounds you know. like classic Jew naysaying. <laughs> <laughs> just, wow. All right, moving over to international news. Uh, just as a follow up, over in Australia, they have passed marriage equality bill, and they did it without any sort of religious amendments. Uh, Australia's religious right pushed for amendments to allow for uh, civil celebrants to refuse to perform the ceremony, uh, to provide legal protections for people who think gay and lesbian relationships are wrong, and uh, would have allowed parents to pull children from class if the topic of same-sex marriage was mentioned. That's However, <laughs> all of those uh, amendments were struck down before the law was passed, so it got through without any amendments whatsoever. Huh. Hmm. Good on what's you, with Australia. Those, yeah, what's with those crazy Aussies always being all reasonable? <laughs> Not all well, of them. No. <laughs> no, but I mean, their previous, getting stuff done. Their previous yeah. prime minister was a piece of crap. It's th This this guy is pretty good. They're in a good place right now. Yeah. Wow. But the previous one, no, he was not good. Oh, no, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's an ebb and flow, but <laughs> I, I think we discussed it last time. You know, they were like, huh, that dude just shot a bunch of people. <laughs> we should stop giving everyone guns. And everybody's like, all right. <laughs> Yeah. And it's not even that. It's just very hard to get a gun. You can get them. You know? Right. For hunters and you stuff, it's not a problem. I go through it. Sure. Here, you get a whiff of gun control, and they're like, no, no, no. Yes, it does seem like ev most countries are more reasonable than ours. Like, yeah. could you imagine if this went down this year in our country? Oh, good God. <laughs> it would be riots in the street right now. <laughs> and it what's, what I find amazing about this, because we were talking about Supreme Court before, when the Supreme Court said, hey, gay marriage is legal. Every one of these people now who are sucking the dicks of the Supreme Court were like, these unelected judges and blah, 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 and this and that. Now they love them, but. There's only one of them that's changed, you know. Yeah. It's just, this country is fucking insane. And I would move to Australia if it wasn't for those crazy animals all trying to kill them all the time. <laughs> So speaking of the the crazy insane America and uh, and and people being gay, I completely skipped your story, Jared. I completely skipped it. Uh, you oh want... no, th this has nothing to do with gay. Well, but you have <laughs> a gay story. mayor, so. Well, we do have a gay mayor, but this has nothing to do with the gay mayor. Oh, okay, <laughs> so you had a local that was story, a completely though. separate story <laughs> that I was just telling you guys. But yes, Milford does have a gay mayor, and whatever. But I'll anyway. <laughs> the story about Milford is we all love on the profane argument a cross being taken down story. We do. Yeah. And uh, I mentioned that we had one on our mountain. Uh, it was a light up cross during Easter and a light up star during Christmas 
that was on top of the mountain overlooking it. It's been there since the day I was born and probably long before that. And then recently that land was purchased by uh, – it somehow fell into some kind of national park thing or something, and the state has control of the land now. And the state said, well, we can't have religious monuments on our mountain because it's state-run, right. so no more star. And I was like, that sounds right. I mean, it was cool seeing light up shit because I love light up shit mm. no matter what it is, where it is. But I was, I got over it quickly. But not the <laughs> residents of Milford. There was a blah, blah, blah the fucking stuff. You know, whatever. It just It's a goddamn tradition and this and that. So this is the first year that there's been no star up there. Mm. I didn't even notice, to be quite honest with you, as I drove <laughs> through town, that the fucking star was not up. But somebody on their own personal property on the other mountain on the other side put a star up as you drive up the road there. You can kind of see it if you go around the other side of Milford. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck you. We got it. We got the star. We did it, right? We beat you fuckers. And in my mind, I'm like telling people, I'm like, you didn't beat them. You're doing exactly what you were supposed to do. Right. It's your own personal property. No one gives a fuck now. <laughs> if you want to put and up a star or a giant Christmas tree, rock on. Right, that's the thing. Like, it's like just like that story about the students who were putting the Christian flag on their car, and they're like, "What are you atheists going to do now?" And they're like, "Nothing, because we don't care if you have yeah. it on your car. <laughs> we're going to applaud you for following the rules." Yeah. So the people, so, yeah, right. So the people here are like, they like they are like going crazy, like they won some great court case, like, and I'm just like, and people are like, "Can you believe that they put the star up? Isn't that great?" I'm like, I don't really give a fuck, and they're doing what they should be doing. Right. Someone put it on their personal property. Knock yourselves out. Waste your own electricity. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't understand. People are so fucking stupid. I can't take it anymore. Is it just because they think they've been, well, they've been told that there's a war on Christmas yeah. and that's why, they, so they just want to, they, they think that the, the liberal agenda is to just take away all their stuff and if they don't get to take away the stuff, that means that they've won and the liberals lost? Like, is that? I guess so. I, I don't understand why they can't make the distinction between personal and government property or public property. Like, why is that so hard to understand? And also that not everybody is their fucking religion. You know, I'm Jewish. I never bitched. Well, I'm not Jewish. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, my mother's Jewish. My mother's a real Jew. She's never mentioned to me once about like, oh, you know, they should put like a star David up there or, something, you know, or anything like that. <laughs> and, like, and if someone could make the case, yes, if you're going to put something up there, have all religions. Or none. It's none just, is better. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's Christian, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably key. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's like anyway, a, it's, the, it's a badge that, that indicates that they're winning. So they don't like it when you take it away. On this, on the other hand, I'm like, if they want to, you know, hoot and holler over winning this one by doing the right thing oh. that they should have done in the first place, I guess I'm fine with that. But on the other hand, I'm just shocked by the stupidity and the stupidity of my some of my friends who are consider themselves atheists who are lauding this as a victory for somebody somehow i, I don't understand that i will not mention names that's, that's weird we'll, that's okay we'll revisit this come easter time <laughs> yes we will see how the cross works all right uh back to international news then this I, I there's not really a religious aspect to this i just found the story incredibly interesting oh yeah slobodan Pralyuk who was on trial. He's a uh, Bosnian-Croat war criminal, according to uh, tribunal. There's a war tribunal that is, uh, I don't remember where they holding it, The Hague, I think, somewhere near there. Seems reasonable. He was convicted 
uh, late last week, um, Friday, I think, December 2nd, or at least that's where the story is from. He was convicted of war crimes and was going to be sentenced. And when they handed down the conviction, well, first they, they said that he was not guilty of a couple charges, but then that he was guilty of, like, genocidal attacks and just a whole bunch of different things. And I think the minimum was going to be like 20 years in prison and this guy's not going to survive 20 years. But they handed down the conviction and in court, he refused to sit down and said that he did not, uh, he did not respect the court and he rejects the verdict. He is not a war criminal. He then pulled out a small bottle and drank from it and said, what I just drank is poison and uh, I don't respect the court and I don't, I don't accept your decision. And as it turns out, yeah, it was potassium cyanide. They had him rushed to the hospital, but he died shortly thereafter. I just find that story, I don't know, it's... 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 It's metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's metal as fuck. <laughs> it really is. I was just going to say, Slobodan Pereljek, you heard it here first, member of Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I remember seeing this last week, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, that guy looks like a general, like a Bosnian general. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a guy I mean, so he's like fuck this shit i'm just gonna kill myself and there is a you know take it bringing it back to religion there is a religious component of this and that the war was fought uh, primarily over religion dude that's true that is true the well a lot of people would argue that a lot of people would say that the the, the war in bosnia whether you know Croat versus serb that it was completely political however it just so happens that the genocide was being committed against uh muslims right um so yeah it's not uh i think it could be argued either way i certainly think that religion had a big part to play it, it is the the single largest component that separates people from each other right. so it, 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 yeah, it might have been there. Might have been a you know, artificial line drawn on the map, but really, it was about religion. Certainly seems to be. Yeah, the tribunal still has, I think, three sessions, three different, three other uh, people that they're going to be trying. Oh, okay. mm. I think they were still going to go on about this guy. I'm like, no, nah, it's good. You guys can wrap it up early. <laughs> we're good on this one. No, the six six remaining cases. Oh, six. Yeah, because uh, I know that they have gone through. I thought they had six in total, but. Maybe I read that wrong. But in any case, they, they have a distinct list of people, and they've already said that after those people, they're going to disband the tribunal. It's not like an ongoing search for sure. justice or anything. But they're going to pat all these other guys down for cyanide bottles? I think they will. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should start. Uh, so I, when you are – and maybe it is, it's clearer when you are, or maybe if I had ever been to the former Republic of Yugoslavia um, – when you're involved in some sort of civil war like that, I, I don't know how you can just differ, differentiate. Uh, again, maybe it's just regional. Like, I'm, for instance, if civil war broke out in this country mm. and I was told that it was it was like a religious war and Methodists were massacring <laughs> Lutherans, I'd be like, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, how did they know during the war? They come the knocking war? on my door. I'd be like, no, it's the neighbors. It's not me. <laughs> How did they know during the Civil War? I mean, other than, you know, pointing north or pointing I, south and wearing uh, the right uniform. Regional. I mean, that was, yeah, that was, I, I assumed it was purely regional. Mm. Like, if we're in South Carolina and we're Union forces, you're not, you're, you're not our ally. I mean, it's probably one of the primary reasons for uniforms that are distinct between yeah. the two groups. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. But I, I'm saying, you know, in, in, I feel like this was not as organized of a war. Agreed. Yeah. 
that's why I, I would I would just I don't know. It just I, terrifies me the thought of it. Yeah, a lot of the pictures I remember seeing it, there weren't people in uniforms. It was people in just clothing. So you, you carrying AKs and Right. And I see that a lot in the Middle East too, where I'm like, I could never tell who I was firing at. Right. Well, Does he it's have a often gun? By, He's the enemy. <laughs> you talk to the neighbors, you find out who is the Muslim on the block. You find out who you know follows the other the other party. Right. And hopefully your neighbor never saw you steal a goat or anything, because then all of a yeah. sudden you're a Muslim <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're part of the problem. Right. Who's the local Jew in Milford? Jared. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I'm a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh oh. One of my articles apparently has a it, it reloaded. It has an ongoing. Oh, okay. Uh, it just never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, we were here for you if you needed help. We just weren't sure. <laughs> sure. I was going to say, speaking of war in the Middle East. Uh-huh. Yeah. How about we, uh, it looks like we're going to be having a new one. I can't get the article to load, so I'll have to rely on somebody else. But there was a story, I thought summed it up fairly well in Reuters, but Trump is uh, possibly as soon as tomorrow going to say that he's going to relocate the American embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. I'm going off the top oh. of my head here. Uh, but it, uh, from, from what I recall, he contacted many different Arabic leaders and told them today that that was going to be his plan. And pretty much everybody said, that's a bad idea. I'm no longer going to be on your side on anything. You're not going to have any ally in the Middle East except Israel. Okay, you still doing it? All right, good luck. Yeah. He talked to Erdogan. He talked to Salman in uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. He talked to the King of Jordan. He even talked to the Palis- one of the Palestinian leaders, the president, I believe. And again, I don't have the names in front of me, but every single one of them said, that's a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. You're no longer going to have a place at the peace talks. And... Uh, Apparently he's still. It going was ahead a campaign promise. Well, he promised that he would. He is. Wow. Of course he is. He is just a next level villain or it next turns level out. moron. <laughs> well, he's trying to. Well, he's got to jam jam everything in before he gets kicked out. So, because this is there's no reason to do this. Yeah, now. this was only he only said this to lock up the Jew. No, vote. There's, there's no reason to do this, right? Well, he's in now. He's good. Right. So this this is this is purely a crap. Got to get this done before I run out of time maneuver because i promised i would and maybe it'll save me from oh my god <laughs> not understanding the the, the consequences what is the at benefit all. of this for the united states it satisfies the uh the christian conservative fundamentalists well, i get that but because how does it, it benefit yeah. us for the country i don't see how it does in any way no i don't see how it does i mean it it solidifies it, our, our oh, yeah, relationship with, with israel which was already sure wrong, as, so, as you know nation. i mean like yeah it couldn't be yeah, more solid i <laughs> not feel trouble, like that's for sure it mm. I feel like the importance of this move is when Jared Kushner goes to prison, this will have bought Trump enough Mm. points so that he will have continued access to uh, any future grandchildren that they may (laughs) produce for not saving their dad. Wow. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Maybe. Or maybe Ivanko would just be like, yeah, screw it. I'm not a Jew anymore. That's more likely (laughs) the case. (laughs) They got the three kids already. It's not like she needs Kushner for the money. Mm. Right. If he goes to jail, she gets all the money. And all his dumb debt. <laughs> and stupid buildings. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, oh, this, I this move I boggles I just... me. Like, it's it's like he's still in campaign mode. Yeah. Well, he never got out of campaign mode, really. Yeah, but it's just so odd. It's like, uh, I mean, say one thing about him. He did keep a lot of his campaign promises. Mm. 
Not all, no, but and not all of them, but in a way that like he like he said this shit and he's doing it. He talked about a Muslim ban. He was like, well, "I'm gonna do that too." I mean, the the promise of I'm fighting for you, the middle class was obviously bullshit. But he's still, uh, yeah. you know, he's got them believing that. I, I, yeah, as long as they believe that he's answering his promises, that's all he thinks that he needs to do. Right, but it, the, the honestly though, the moving of the embassy was not anything I heard anybody talking about, unless they were Jewish. Or the, or the fundamental fundamentalists, because it brings the end times closer. Right. That's the only other. I'm piece talking of it. about the local oh, schmuck who that. voted for Trump <laughs> yeah. and then doesn't pay attention anymore. You know, it was all about we're gonna beat our enemies, and you know, Hillary Clinton killed people, blah blah blah. And then we're going, and we're gonna move the M. Like nobody was saying that. <laughs> well, it is a blow to the Muslim community, so it, there is just a bonus anti-Muslim component to it. Yeah, very true. Isn't there anybody around him saying like? This is so yes. dumb. Don't do like this. Rex Tillerson went, don't do this. This is a horrible idea. Fuck you, Rex. I'm going to challenge anyway. you to an IQ challenge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeesh. <laughs> so on the uh, on Vice News today, there was a reporter in Israel, and they had him talking to one of the Palestinian. I don't know. She's she's some sort of spokeswoman for the Palestinians, and they were in Jerusalem, and they were looking at the uh, consulate gen- mm. general's building in Jerusalem, and she's like, "Here, this is the main U.S. place in Jerusalem," and he's looking at it, and he's like, "You know, I just came from the embassy in Tel Aviv. Like, this isn't." This is pretty much the same kind of thing. He's like, what would it take for us to, to actually move the embassy here? And she was like, pick up the sign and put it on this building? Yeah. It's otherwise ready to go. Yeah. So it's it's pretty much ready to go. Like, mm. it, it literally will take people moving from one, one office to another. But um, uh, the idea, at least reported right now, is that he will probably postpone it for six months, but say that they are going to start doing it. That. How many people are employed by the U.S. Embassy in... Uh, Probably hundreds. How many are killed during the first attack at the embassy? Uh, tens? They're pretty good in Israel. And who does, who does he get to declare war on for attacking the embassy? Iran. There's another. Iran. And Ooh. they don't like... They want there Iran. You go. They want to beat them down. <laughs> no. They do, and this yeah, is how it. How many more yeah. terrorists this is the, does this, this produce? This is the golden ticket. Hmm. Well... In response to the uh, in response to his calls today, Israel did say that they are ramping up their military to uh, to be ready for anything that happens. All based on religion, all this shit yep. that's going to go down. Yeah, and isn't Netanyahu under some kind of criminal investigation right now? Yes, he he, he definitely was money laundering. Uh, I want to say, heard some but kind I'm of corruption sure. charge, something like that. All these people, people are going to die over this. Because of yeah. religion and a mor- the moron in charge of our country. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> if you want to sum it up, if you want a little sound bite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's all I have on international news, unless somebody has anything else. No. All right. We will move on to uh, to Roy Moore. I have a couple things on on him. There, first off, there is a very compelling video. It's actually the second link on the Washington Post that uh, a woman who says that she dated Roy Moore when she was 17. She has a uh, graduation card from Roy Moore in his handwriting saying, uh, you know, happy graduation to her. And he, she went out on dates with him uh, when she was 17. And she now says that she was seeing the different other women coming forward. And she saw the 
the high school yearbook that we mentioned before that was signed by by Roy Moore. And she she said she saw the the handwriting and she mm. had her card and she's like shivers went down her spine. And she's like that's absolutely him. These women are absolutely telling the truth. And she said she looks back on it as a good time and consensual. She yeah absolutely. But now she says that it's all corrupted. She looks back on it now and just feels awful about she was the whole 17. situation. Yeah. Did he have permission from her mother? He always <laughs> asked, Karen. <laughs> always. Yeah. Well, again, I think the age of consent there is uh, 16. So I don't know I that he actually needed to. If he's 34, it's 16? Yep. Ugh, that's gross. That is also correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you get a chance, the article that is on here and uh, the video of her talking about it, if you weren't convinced before, this should do it because, man, she is completely honest about the way she feels about it. Hmm. Her name is Debbie Gibson. (laughs) That's awesome. They're all lying. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie Gibson, fake news. (laughs) Debbie Wesson Gibson. Fine. Uh, also, I wanted to bring up that uh, this was something that I had not heard of before. Roy Moore had previously, in 2011, he had co-authored a course, uh, a textbook for a course on law and government. And it specifically says in the uh, in his text that women aren't qualified to run for office. Oh, I saw this. I heard about this last week, too. Now, co-authored, I think, was a slightly over-exaggeration. He did. He, it wasn't, you know, him and one other guy that wrote this book. Yeah, he just signed his name to something, right? Like, it's like brought yeah. to you by blank, 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 and blank. Yes. Yeah, he didn't actually write much of it, I don't think. He might have done you know, a small portion of it. It's still gross, horrible, but... I'm trying to it, find it, the details. His name is is definitely cited on, but I maybe not as a writer, but as, uh, like, it, he endorsed it. Yes, I, I would agree with that. But I, I'd say um, co-authored is probably too strong. I, I don't know why I'm defending that, but <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just not sure. I thought he was down as one of the contributing writers to it. But Bottom I can't line, find is that anybody shocked that Roy Moore would, one, not investigate what he was putting his name to or two, agree with this? No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, just as like three or four days ago, he was talking about how gays, lesbians and transgenders are trying to take him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, while Frank's looking at it, does anybody catch the Jimmy Kimmel thing where he sent the guy to the Roy Moore rally? No, no, I, di- I didn't. Know, I did not see who he sent. I, I saw that you know they were that he was called out, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll come down and meet you." Oh, man well, the man. thing that started this was Roy was at a rally in some church, and while an actual protester was getting thrown out, Jimmy's guy stood up. Apparently, this guy's also gone to Trump rallies and stuff like that. He's got a shirt on with a gigantic picture of Roy Moore's face that says, "Give me more." <laughs> <laughs> and a hat, and he's like, "Yeah, judge, kick that guy out, kick him out. Those women are liars." And then, like, in front of everybody's like, "Does that look like the face of a molester to you?" Like, just it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but the worst part was was prior to the rally, this same guy was out interviewing people about Roy Moore and just saying like, "Yeah, who cares if he did that, right?" And the people would just be like, "Yeah, I don't care." <laughs> That is that is crazy. Yeah, Alabama. So, and the the final thing I wanted to, to mention about him, this came up. I don't know who brought it up. It was one of the talk shows. Might have been Colbert. Um, his wife, when he originally met his wife, he he was in an interview, and this is on camera. He 
talked about seeing his wife for the first time. She was in a dance recital, and he he remembers her name because it was KK. Mm. And then later, two years later, he says that when he actually started to date her, he saw her again, and he remembered her name, KK, and he approached her and, and asked, asked her out at that point. When he asked her out, she was 17. So the first time that he saw her and was attracted to her was when she was 15 at a dance recital. What was he doing at a <laughs> dance Classic recital? Classic Roy Moore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, what... <laughs> What are you doing at a dance recital with teenagers? First off, their parents don't even want to be there. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> like, well, he was kicked out of the mall, so he had to branch out a little bit. <laughs> go to the schools. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it, again, if you have any doubts about these women, you aren't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and the, the heartbreaking thing is that, like, if this, when we had just established that he had been disqualified for public office multiple <laughs> times in the past. Like, that should have been enough. Now he's a pedophile rapist, and that's still not enough. Still better than a Democrat. Oh. I mean, clearly, nothing would stop them, right? No. At this point, yeah, it's nothing. When you, when you ask the question, what will it take? No, there's nothing that there it will nothing. take. <laughs> right. Oh, no, if he was atheist, that would be enough. Yeah, but then he wouldn't be where he is. <laughs> True. Right. Requirements are uh, white, Christian, Republican. Wow. Do you and think he committed murder? <laughs> Who did he kill? <laughs> oh, that's a good question, Ian. <laughs> was <laughs> it a he... white guy? Was it a black guy? <laughs> right. If it was a white guy, was he gay? Yeah. Did he, did he ask for forgiveness? Was he a Democrat? <laughs> was he an atheist? There's, there's really a lot of... Uh... He's got three answers to this murder. <laughs> yeah. Was he justified because he's a good Christian man? Yeah. Bible says mm. he needed killing. Yeah. It's a really, <laughs> so I want to, uh, yeah, it's a really go good question as to what is too far. And at this point, at this point I, yeah. there is no limit. There no. is. I mean, first of all, I mean, like our own president just flat out endorsed him yeah. by name. Mitch McConnell, who said, I believe the women said two days ago, I'm going to let the people of Alabama decide. Mm. The RNC is giving him money again. Right. So there is no bridge too far <laughs> for these people. For a fucking vote on taxes, which they already got. Right. Well, they, they do. They will have to vote again because the House is going to send it back to them with changes, but still. Right. But the, 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 this is going through. I, something is. Something, yeah. Something similar to what we've got currently, yeah. Great. How would you like to be the guy or woman that has to sit next to fucking Roy Moore when he's in the Senate? Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, I think they're they're still planning on having an ethics evaluation, an ethics challenge when he gets there, and I, I do say when. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's going to be chaired by a Republican. Mm. It's not going to go anywhere. No, probably not. Nope. The chairman will just ignore any dissension and push him through. Yeah, Man. Al Franken has an investigation going on, right? They're doing some kind of ethics thing on him? Yep. But yeah. he invited it, yeah. No, I understand that. But, I mean, the things are so vastly different. Mm. Oh, yeah. And to ignore it, like, ugh, I, I mean, I don't know these days if anything's ever going to go back to the way they were. I really hope they are. Mm. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Just just because of the the willful just of not believing true facts when they're presented to you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we'll ever get back to that. But uh, what the hell? Where was it? I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't know. But the, the idea that fake news is now a people can't determine on their own 
what's real, what's a lie. And when you have politicians that now have decided, oh, we, hey, people can't tell if it's a real lie. I'm just going to lie every time right. because there's no consequence to it. Well, I mean, we went from a society that had um, truth on presented to us in newspapers and television and movies. And there was a, there was a vetting process to hearing things facts and stories from other people. Now there is no vetting. You can, you know, go to any Reddit subreddit and find the craziest of crazies. And they have a voice now. And they get amplified periodically and bubble up to the top. And the politicians just took note and went, hmm, they'll believe anything. I'll just go with that. Mm. Which is why, I mean, as disgusting as it sounds, I wish Al Franken had denied all the charges against him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just if you want to, let's all play the same game. Even up. Yeah. Oh, and I remember where yeah, I was going. I'm still like, glad he didn't. But yeah. I know. I, I, I mean, I do and I don't. But the thing I was going to say was, is this going to be like a mark on the GOP that they just cannot get rid of this Roy Moore thing? Or so. is it going to be more likely because it seems like it only takes a week for people to forget about shit because he was <laughs> down in the polls and now he's up in the polls, you know, because it's like, oh, we're tired of talking about this. Like, had this happened a week, like if this had happened today, you know, a week before the mm -hmm. election. It might have been more damning. But so I'm kind of – I kind of feel like Roy Moore goes to the Senate and then people just kind of forget about it and like, oh, yeah, Roy Moore. Yeah, he was accused of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got that guy in and then nothing. Or but are he, they that, the party that got behind a goddamn child molester? Does that – I hope everyone remembers. That's, that's one reason to keep bringing him up. Yeah. I don't know. I think the 2018 elections are going to be interesting as to what people stand for and, and what people stump for. Yeah, and, uh, and unlike Virginia, the, the vote in Alabama is not going to give any sort of sign as to where we're going in 2018. Well, so it's Alabama. It's, Al it's the south of the south. Right. But whereas in previous years, he probably would have won by, you know, 70% to 30%, it's going to be a lot closer this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of those polls that they're taking, they're like, you, you need to keep in mind when they're like 70% of Republicans. Mm, sure. Right. But, but no, then, I mean, granted, there's more of them probably down there than there are. Democrats, but I'm yeah, I'm pr I'm pretty sure the the Republicans outweigh the the Democrats by a hefty margin down there. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that it's a squeaker mm, that says something. But I, it I, also shows th that these people are all fucking sellouts and scumbags. <laughs> yes. The, uh, seriously, the party of family fucking values is like, yeah. eh, we're okay with this. I mean, they've really showed their true colors, but it's colors that we already knew about. Yes. Well, and it's, it's not I don't know. If, it, it's not just family values either, though. It's family values, small government, and deficit hawks. It's all out the really. window. Not really. We'll get to that in a second. I wanted okay. to move on to the uh, the tax bill. The first thing that I had on this was something that actually did not get passed. It was something that the Senate struck out. A uh, amendment to their, their tax bill that they did pass. Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania wanted to put this on here. He was one of the big backers. I don't know if he was one of the, the one that introduced it or not, but he definitely was a backer. It was a... It was an amendment to try it. Let me see if I can explain this. There's a school in Michigan, and this school gets endowments from from the government, and the endowments is right around the range of like $380,000 per student. The bill, what, what this amendment was to do, was to lower the cutoff. So if you get endowment of $500,000 or more, you, um, you don't have to pay uh, taxes, or was it less? I think it was five hundred thousand dollars or less. You you don't have to, uh, or 
If you get $500,000 or less, you do have to pay taxes. And they were going to lower that to $250,000 or less, which would then mean that this school would not have to pay taxes on, you know, based on their endowments. And from what I understand, and from what I'm, I'm seeing on uh, a couple of different articles, the one here in The Guardian, they, this would only affect the one school in Michigan. Right. This is a Christian Hillsdale College. It's a Christian-based college, completely religious school. It is uh, Eric Prince was a big alumni, if you remember. He is a brother of DeVos. Mm. He is the founder of Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Chris Chocola, a Republican of Indiana, he was also an alum. But this amendment was basically only going to affect this school that has received money from DeVos's family. Right. So it rolls about 1,400 people and focuses its curriculum around Western philosophical and theological inheritance. Whatever the hell that means. So apparently there were arguments about this, mm. and uh, in a 52 to 48 vote, they decided not to include this amendment as part of the tax bill. But the fact that a Pennsylvania senator didn't do anything for Pennsylvania schools, did it for some you know tiny little Michigan school, Christian-based school, thanks to me. Thanks for repping, repping your people. Yeah, that's good. He's such a piece of shit. Oh, my God. He's an enormous piece of shit. Yeah. Did anybody see the video of him and Bernie getting into it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> that was actually really, really fantastic. Yeah, Bernie really kind of put the smack down on him. <laughs> but anyway, I just thought that was, uh, I mean, this is another case of that group, the mm. core Republicans, fighting to get money for themselves or their family. Or as a, or as a favor to, to somebody else so they can get a favor back. Along with that, there is an article on The Intercept which has a whole list of special giveaways that are included in the, uh, in the tax law. Oh, yeah. The, the one, um, the Alaska one m- makes my heart hurt. <laughs> yeah. The, the Alaskan one, I, I don't actually have all the details for that. I know that, uh, what's her name? Murkowski? Yeah. Is that it? Murkowski. She's the senator from Alaska, and she's been fighting for this for a long time. Oh, decades. To get well, not her personally, but her, her family and her type. Yeah. Her father, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Wasn't he a senator or congressman who was fighting for this as well? Mm-hmm. Trying to get state land turned over so that it can be... Uh, federal uh, land. Well, right. Federal land <laughs> turned over so that it can be... Uh, they can put oil refineries and pull up all the oil. Right. And mine. It was turn over the federal lands um, to the gas and coal and oil companies. So along along with that... So that was included in the tax bill. To, to yes. sweeten the pot for her. <laughs> yes. Uh, along with that, there was legislation that includes a provision that cuts taxes on beer, wine, and liquor produced or imported into the country, which would save companies around $4.2 billion over 10 years. It mirrors language on the Craft Beverage Modernization Tax Reform Act, which was introduced by a Republican from Missouri. That Republican's son is a registered lobbyist for Miller Coors. <laughs> Of course. So that's how that's getting in there. Uh, McCain from Arizona, he supported the tax bill. It was initially in doubt, but uh, he backed it last week. And he is married to Cindy McCain, the owner of Hensley Beverage, a major beer distributor. Uh, so that is probably what brought him on board. Mm-hmm. What a uh, Senator, <laughs> Senator Portman, Republican lawmaker, member of the Senate Finance Committee, was all about this this tax break. He, his chief of staff is a former partner in a corporate lobbying firm that has donated generously to Portman's election committee. 
<laughs> Isaac, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this, uh, this, the guy's name, his former chief of staff, Isaac Cowitz. His lobbying firm also represents Delta Airlines, which won a concession in the tax cut legislation that will penalize foreign competition. It uh, makes foreign-based airlines such as Qatar Air and uh, Etihad, I don't even know what that is, uh, it makes them pay corporate taxes on money earned while flying into the U.S. <laughs> so it's cutting down on Delta Airlines competition. And uh, the airline provision was inserted by uh, Senator Isaacson, a Republican who has ties to Delta, monetary ties. Uh, the airline is based in Georgia and that has donated more than $100,000 to his campaign. And uh, and yeah, the, then all the Alaskan stuff that we already covered. Mm. This, this tax bill, if, if they were to just look at it, if anybody just looks at it, it is nothing. But special giveaways. It's crazy about to the like rich. <laughs> open bribes. Yes. Yes. Like in the wow. And it will cost the country. And this is the part that kills me. You talked about the 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 Republicans fiscal. being the conservative fiscal conservatives and and down with the deficit. No, not at all. Mm. That's all bullshit. Mm. It's all bull. When you boil it down to what Republicans are, it's about tax cuts. That's all they ever really want. But not and tax cuts for those who are making tons of money. Right, right, not right. Tax Mostly cuts their donors class. because that's who they they're bitches to. They're right. cucks. They're <laughs> cucks to their donors. Yeah, they don't represent the people. It's fucking horrible. The only the only good thing about this fucking tax bill, and there's really not a lot good with it. No, <laughs> is that if they if this goes through, and it most likely will, then they're gonna throw Trump under the bus because then they'll be done with him. That they got what they wanted. They got what they Maybe. wanted. Maybe. I honestly, in my heart of hearts, believe that when this thing goes through, Trump's got a year minimum left. Yeah. Your maximum? Your maximum. Yeah. Maximum. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Do I'm out of here. <laughs> I also want to put a link to this article from The Intercept. It's uh, basically, it's a strategy from the Koch brothers. Apparently there was some sort, I don't know if it was in an email or a letter, I don't remember. But uh, it, it's a, a letter that to encourage lawmakers to avoid becoming distracted by concerns about the deficit. Yeah. Uh, it basically is a letter... Two Repu or yeah, two Republican politicians from the Koch brothers saying, "Don't get uh, don't get bogged down with the idea that we need to look at uh, we need to keep increases to the deficit at a minimum." Th then it goes into explaining that the result of the Kennedy and, and Reagan tax reforms, there's no reason that that this will be any different if we get all the money back coming back to the companies that the the economy will rebound. But so they had a, a group of company owners in a room and they asked them all okay if we give you this big tax cut, tax cut will you will you um pass it down to the employees and you know expand your business and you know two or three hands went up and in a crowd of hundreds and hundreds of people because they can't answer that honestly it goes into the um the shareholders it goes into right. their pockets. Well, it goes to security buybacks sure it goes back to stock buybacks whatever every time yeah every time could you guys excuse me for just a moment sure Sorry, the door to the room that I'm in, recording in, just creepily opened mysteriously, seemingly on its own. I need to investigate and close it all at once. Okay. All right. Scre scream like a girl if you need to. <laughs> Absolutely. If you hear me being murdered in the background, it's been a good show. I've dialed 9-1, Ian. Just tell me when to hit the last one. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, in reality, even though the Koch brothers did push it, put this out, reality completely contradicts what they said. Yep. The, the tax cuts 
reduced revenue collected by the government, ballooned the deficit, and uh, probably led to part of the problem that happened in 2008 as well, because people just thought this economy is unstoppable. We, uh, we can do whatever we want, and that's exactly what they did. They bet against uh, the, the U.S. economy and then made out like bandits. How much yeah, money that- do they need? All of it. It's a race to see who can be bigger at this point. Yeah. I love I love that video, though, that Karen was talking about. I think that was yeah. Gary yeah. Cohn. That's who was right. He's like, he's like, yeah, which one of you guys are going to – who's all you're going to reinvest? And, every, and there's like three people raised their hand. And even one of them was like, why don't I see any more hands? Yeah. <laughs> because the, the story you're telling yourself is false. Yeah. One, we played this game before, and it didn't yeah. work. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say multiple times. Yeah. I'm back, unkilled. Yay. But the normal mouth breather who's running around the United States just heard, big tax cuts for the middle class, that's what I want, and I will not investigate any further than that. See ya. Right. Fits on a bumper sticker. Tax cuts, I win. Yay. (laughs) So I want to move on to the fake news. So All this the news? is <laughs> this is being announced by things like, and I have a link to Blabberbuzz, whatever the fuck that is, and uh, it's a whole bunch of different right wing news stations. Oh. Uh, Brian Ross has been suspended for four weeks from ABC because he said that uh, the Michael Flynn, when the whole Flynn thing happened, he said that this was when he was running as a candidate. And later, it turns out it wasn't a candidate, but it was as president-elect. So because he got that wrong, saying that it happened when he was a candidate and not when he was president-elect, he was suspended for four weeks. And apparently, this is what they're running with. I've seen this all across my right-wing news, saying that, see, it's just fake news. Everything about Flynn is fake. Mm. You can just forget it. Wow. It's the same argument as the illegal aliens. Just because one is a murderer doesn't mean they all are. Just because one fact is fake doesn't mean they're all fake. Not only that, if it was fake, why would they suspend Brian Ross or or put a retraction out? Okay, if it was all caught. bullshit, why wouldn't they just run with it? It's, they just got caught on this one, that's all. Oh, okay. They got. Mm. But even if they got caught, why it? Why even admit it? Just say, if it's bullshit. Right. <laughs> why would it be brought up? Why? Yeah, why just be like, no, that's true. <laughs> this, yeah. <it's> this, <laughs> the same line of thinking, uh, I... Peter Strock, did uh, you guys hear about this? Mm-mm. Guy who works works in the Mueller prosecution on what, whatever. Oh, I heard about on this. On his yeah. team. Oh, he was uh, he was fired, and people were asking why he was fired and trying to figure out why he was fired. And it turns out he when he had he had posted stuff on Twitter that was pro Clinton and and against Trump during the uh, the election, and apparently that was uh, enough. And uh, but the thing is, he was fired. Right. He was fired weeks ago when they found out that this was the case. And they fired him because they were didn't want any bias on their team. Right. right. They specifically fired him because they didn't want bias. Nope. That means that mm-hmm. the whole thing, the whole it's all a witch hunt because the whole <laughs> it's all the whole thing is corrupt now. And again, same argument. Why, why fire would him you then? have fired him? Yeah. Yeah. Why fire him if that's the case? They, I do take comfort in the fact that this is what they're going with because this is so minuscule and it's so unimportant, but it's all they've got. Yeah. Oh, they're clamoring. Yeah. It's oh, ridiculous. It's bad. And, and I don't even see that much movement on the ABC News one. Like, uh, maybe you're moving in different circles than me, but I'm not. I, I've heard a couple of rumblings about it, but it's just their arguments so stupid. Like, it's just not catching that much fire. 
Where I'm hearing it is I actually subscribed to a couple right-wing things just to hear what the buzz was. Uh, And the third thing that I saw, and this is only an InfoWars, so take that for what it's worth, (laughs) uh, Alex Jones. They got the best brain power pills ever Yeah. InfoWars. The other thing that they're running with is that Obama approved Flynn's calls with the Russian ambassador while he was in office. So it's Obama's fault. I have not heard that. Wow. I'm pretty sure Alex Jones just made that up and put it on a website. Yeah, Didn't Obama tell Trump, don't hire Flynn? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, the, of course, the first thing that he did was, well, obviously, Trump, you know, Flynn's the, right, the man for me because Obama is the evil. Mm-hmm. He made fun of me at a, at a roast, so he must die a thousand deaths. So we didn't actually talk about Flynn last time because it happened mm-hmm. after the show. Happened after several Ow, days, actually. That was weeks ago. Oh it God. feels like a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, Flynn has been charged with lying to the FBI. What was it? Four lies, but they charged him with one count mm. of uh, of lying to the uh, during the investigation. And that's actually my favorite fake news at the moment because the, the story goes, well, all this investigation and all they got on Flynn was he lied to the FBI? Pfft, that's nothing. Yeah. Fake news. No, that's all they charged him with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. But... <laughs> I've heard a number of people go with that argument. I'm like, wow, you're really not paying attention, are you? Yeah, because what he lied about, I mean, just (laughs) take it very basic. What he lied about was very important. What Mm -hmm. he lied about was that he contacted the Russians. And not only did he contact the Russians, but he contacted them on orders from somebody high up in the uh, transition team. So this was after the election. It was when he was the candidate elect. Mm -hmm. The uh, violation of the Logan law seems... Very clear. Yeah. Well, it's a way I... I'm sorry. The last thing is, since it came out, he is. it's actually been said that uh, Kushner was the person who personally ordered him to contact the Russians, and his conversation took place when he was at Mar-a-Lago, and we know that Trump personally was at Mar-a-Lago at the exact same time. And what he asked him to talk to the Russians about and other leaders was interesting as well. But I, not it, against the law, right? Uh, that's, no, what he, I'm, that's what I'm hearing is that... The conversations themselves were not or, or it falls in this weird place where it's like, I don't know if it's really breaking the law or not, but it's the lie. But why lie about something that was not against the law? Well, it, well, it was against the law for them trying to try to change the mind of a foreign government against the, the wishes of the current government. That, But is break, that a crime? It, it, it's against the Logan Act, which is a law. So, yeah, you broke you broke that law. Oh, yeah. OK. I just heard that. Something that uh, the, or the other times that they were talking that just they talking, really break- just talking yeah. to them is fine. You can do that. You can't try to undermine the current president, though. That is right out. And the one argument I heard was, well, that law is, you know, it's 80 years old. It's never been enforced. <laughs> the Constitution <laughs> is 200 and some years old. That doesn't How old make is that it second amendment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, long, as long as we're talking shelf life. <laughs> Let's talk oh, about crap. a few other laws. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that it is. Most decidedly illegal. As a matter of fact, it sounds a lot like which one of our two phrases that we learned about last week? Mm. Is it treason or the other Sedition. one? Sedition. Sedition. <laughs> Sedition. Well, it's. I don't think it's either, though, because what they were. But I mean, again, I could be wrong. I'm not the most informed person. They were basically like saying, like, hey, don't worry. You know, we're, we're talking policy for, you know, in January when we get in. And again, I, I don't know why I heard that it was not wrong what he was doing that it wasn't so, great but so that the put, fact that he lied about it makes no fucking sense right it but 
but let's put it in a little bit more context. Mm. So at the time, the theory is that Flynn talked to them, and it, this was after uh, the sanctions that Obama had put on because of the Russian meddling in the election. Right. Mm-hmm. And Flynn told them, look, just hang out, don't do anything, wait till we get an office, and we'll straighten it out. So the Russians didn't react to those sanctions, and those sanctions were historical. Yeah. Those, those sanctions caused 35 Russian spies, diplomats. 35 <laughs> diplomats, quote-unquote, diplomats. Yeah. They're, they're spies. Mm. They're sent here to do things with, with our country and report back to Russia. But 35 of them were sent back to Russia, and that's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Normally, when the president does something and they send people back, it's like onesie-twosie. To do 35 at once, we've never done that before. So these were harsh sanctions. And, and Putin, after getting the phone call from Flynn... Didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. He said, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. And then, and then later, Trump tweeted out that thing about Putin saying he was a smart man for sitting tight, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then later, when Congress actually put further sanctions in place over the summer, right? This was mm-hmm. something that Trump was like, well, I guess I'll sign it, but I don't really like it. Right. And they put further sanctions on Russia. Did you know what Russian's reaction was? Mm-hmm. Russia did the exact same thing and sent Americans who were in, in Russia, sent them back 770 some of them. Yeah. So, yeah, Putin mm-hmm. was holding off. Putin wasn't doing anything. He was taking what Flynn had said to heart. Because then, nothing happened until the Congress had acted without, you know, acted without what, what the president wanted. And the other, the other thing that Flynn called about, I, I guess it was a few days later, a few days earlier, or something, was that the it was you know, it was to do with Israel um, moving she, moving the embassy. I no, thought that it wasn't, was part of what he was talking about. No, it wasn't moving the embassy. Oh, shoot, I don't remember. Why on earth would Flynn be taking orders from Kushner at that point? Isn't that weird. A little, yeah. I mean, he wasn't. Uh, in any position at that point, other than just being the son-in-law. Yeah, but if he's hanging out with Trump all the time, I mean, he the son-in-law the, is you're going to take. You know, it's a family member, right? I'm just, I'm just curious if either that if that's true, it's odd, and if or if it's a, is it a lie? It, and it wasn't Kushner at all; it was actually Trump. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's possible too. But he was part of the transition team, so he was kind of a spokesperson. The other one was about a UN Security Council resolution that um, they want they wanted uh, Russia to oppose it. Because it was to do with um, the Israelis, uh, Israeli settlements in the West Bank, I think. So there was a, a UN resolution saying that Israel stop being bad, stop building houses when you're not supposed to build houses. And Flynn contacted them and says, and asked the Russians and other people to please oppose this in the UN. The new president incoming, who's not yet the president, would like you to oppose it. Which again is a direct violation of the Logan Law. Right. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it. Yeah. Either uh, way, Flynn admitted that he lied. Yeah. And unsuccessfully. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, even Nixon, I don't think he was he wasn't um, convicted because of what he did. He was convicted because he lied about it. Mm-hmm. And then Trump jumps in with that tweet that he didn't write. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> that's crazy. That is, yeah. That so his lawyer wrote exactly how he tweets. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So let's talk about that real quick. So the, then he what he tweeted was that he had to fire Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. And now he's just, you know, paying the cost for the lies that, that he was fired for. And it was just an explanation as to, well, I already fired him. So I knew about this. And, you know, now it's being handled. This is not big news. This mm-hmm. is nothing new. We all knew about it. Unfortunately, what he admitted in that tweet was that he knew that Flynn had lied to the FBI at the time. Right. And he asked Comey to not prosecute him when he knew 
the next day when he knew that he had that Flynn had lied to Comey or to the, that Flynn had lied to the FBI. Right, which is obstruction of justice. So right. he admitted obstruction of justice, and then what's his name? John John Dowd. Is that what it the is? Lawyer? Something Dowd. Dowd. Yeah. The, the lawyer came out and was like, "Well, I wrote that. It wasn't. Was uh, it wasn't Trump. I'm the one who wrote that." <laughs> well, first off, or he dictated it to Trump, and Trump tweeted it out. Yeah. Right. Which, if your lawyer speaks for you, that's generally taken as something that you have agreed to. Yeah, it's no longer if a lawyer tweet, is, is representing you. He's literally representing you. So that doesn't get Trump <laughs> off the hook. Also, I'm hearing from a lot of other lawyers that they're saying no first year law student would make a mistake like that. No. Right. And he, he also wouldn't say pled guilty. He would say pleaded guilty because it's the yeah. correct use of the word. Pled or is, use the exclamation points in the – it was – I right. mean, come on. It was fucking Trump. Yes. And <laughs> also, I, I think it was a mistake. I don't think he knew. But I think he's a moron. Oh, no. When he, he tweeted realize it. what he was saying. No. Yeah. I, and, I, I am of the opinion that both is true. He yeah. probably did know at the time, and he's a moron. <laughs> and he had What's no idea what that's going to do. What's great about this, though, is now do. Trump's lawyer is a suspect. <laughs> yeah. Is. And can probably no longer be his lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he's at least a witness. Yep. And he is an ugly looking man. Oh, my God. <laughs> he looks like those Vogels from. Uh, Hitchhiker's uh, <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy. galaxy? <laughs> what is it Colbert showed, <laughs> called him? The uh, Norse God of Sadness? <laughs> oh, the Norse God of Sadness. <laughs> oh, that's much better. That's why yeah. I don't host a show and Stephen Colbert does. <laughs> uh, more important, did this just come out today, I think? So they oh. have now <laughs> issued subpoenas for, mm-hmm. uh, not now, it came out today, but this was weeks ago. They issued subpoenas for Trump's bank accounts at Deutsche Bank. Yeah, I did hear that, that they crossed the red line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Deutsche Bank has previously been fined uh, for money laundering for Russian oligarchs. Yep, specifically. And fined multiple millions of dollars. Yes. And so now they, they have subpoenaed the bank for any of Trump's accounts. So first off, Trump has accounts there. We know well, that. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, we know he has accounts there because American banks wouldn't loan him money anymore. They kept losing it because he right. declared bankruptcy. So the Russians own him through Deutsche Bank and they own Kushner. Same same way. And Manafort. And Manafort. Yeah. Oh, Manafort is such an idiot too. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now we know that uh, the whole investigation is – it's going farther. Yes. We haven't we haven't seen all of what they're doing at this point. Oh yeah, they're keeping a lot of stuff close to the vest. Yeah. I mean the very fact that Flynn is like, I'm no longer my lawyers will no longer be working with the White House lawyers. We've cut mm-hmm. off that. I he's pled guilty, obviously for a lesser set I heard he was looking at sixty years. Now he's probably looking more like at five. Sure. Five for the current charges, but that doesn't mean that he can't still be charged with other things. The right. only thing that I heard was full in agreement was that they said that they would not charge his son. Hmm. In agreement for him pleading guilty to this minor charge, they said that they would they agreed to not charge his son on similar charges. Well, that and they're saying Mueller doesn't cut a deal with Flynn to, to get nothing. Right. 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 And he do- certainly doesn't get it. He doesn't cut a deal with Flynn to get more dirt on Manafort no. or George Papadopoulos or that other guy that we just heard of and now I completely forget his name. Gates. <laughs> yeah, Gates. Gates. You get that to punch up, right. not down. So you're looking at either Kushner or the president himself. It's looking like Kushner's next, but... Probably. Yeah. 
And Don now, Jr. is probably in this, there somewhere. None of us believe that Trump sees any jail time for this, right? No, no, no. Hundred percent right. zero jail time. He will be pardoned gotcha. by whoever the next president. I don't is. think anybody sees any <laughs> jail time for this. Really? Well, those that pled guilty do. They'll they'll do their you know six months, whatever it is. So does Trump? So when they get all this information, this is what I'm hearing, and I'm kind of like this this theory is that as soon as the tax cuts go through, hmm. and keep in mind, as soon as Flynn. When, when they heard Flynn pled guilty to this, they rushed those tax cuts at 2 o'clock in the morning. Handwritten <laughs> notes down the side. I mean, yeah, crazy. I mean, <laughs> quickly. Um, so I'm thinking as soon as the tax cuts go, officially, you know, when they go back and forth, as soon as Trump signs it, I mean, he's got a ton of information or evidence against him that they'll just walk up to him and be like, tell everybody you have Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and leave because <laughs> we're done with your ass. Yeah. We got what we wanted, and we have no compunctions about throwing people under the bus. I have, I have seen that. I've seen people laying the groundwork for an announcement that Trump has dementia, early onset dementia. Yeah, even Roger Stone was saying this four or five months ago. He had said uh, they're, they're going to get him on that. So is it possible that Mueller is actually putting together his case against Pence? Maybe, because he was part of the transition team. He was the key of right. the transition team. He was the leader of the transition team. Right. I don't so think he, Kushner gives orders to anyone without Pence knowing during that time. So he actually, for the, the not for the money pieces, the money pieces, that's that's going after Trump. After yeah. Everything else about the lying and the Israel stuff, that all might be going after Pence. I could see that. See, I don't see Pence getting caught up in this. Mm-hmm. They want Pence. They'll, they'll try to insulate him as best they can. Mueller won't. No, Mueller won't. But I mean, and then what? Paul Ryan? No, I don't. President think he's... Paul Ryan? <laughs> well, Ryan, yeah, but Ryan's not going to be involved in the investigation. I don't think. Oh he no, has. I know he's not involved in that. Yeah. I mean, are you asking us if that's a good thing? Or are you asking us if that's a marginally better thing than what we have going on right I'm now? I'm asking, is that what the GOP wants? Oh yeah, I think so. In the interim, uh, that's yeah. they'd be happy. Yeah. They'd be okay with Pence, that's but they don't the really law. care. <laughs> for, yeah, for, yeah, that is the law. And, and second, I think there were a lot of Republicans who were trying to get him to run against Trump Yeah, mm. in the primaries. So, yeah, I don't think – I think that that's probably their angle. Now, Paul Ryan's got his own primary runner against him now. Yeah. Well, but that remember iron the, stash guy. Yeah. <laughs> but remember that Paul Ryan had to be talked into taking the, the, the speaker position. True. So – but. I could see, uh, yeah, I, I would think the Republicans would be happier with Paul Ryan than they are with Pence. Pence is just freaking creepy. And he's got a lot of Trump stink on him, I guess. Yeah, and he's got a lot of stink on him. So yeah. if, if Mueller's going after him for the, um, the you know, the interference in the Logan Act stuff, and again, Trump for the, the, the money and the obstructing justice, that works. <laughs> get the trifecta, get a, a Kushner in there somewhere. Yeah. Get, get them all out. <laughs> I could dream. <laughs> So the last link that I have is from Eric Swalwell. It's uh, He is a United States representative from the 15th District of California. Uh, he has compiled a list of the Russia-Trump team ties. Uh, <laughs> wow. it, it involves everybody from Don Jr., Roger Stone, Jared Kushner, Michael Flynn, Jeff Sessions, J.D. Gordon, Eric Prince, if you remember Eric Prince is the brother to DeVos, mm. uh, Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, Manafort, Felix Sater, Carter Page, Tavik Arif, who I don't even know who that is, Rex Tillerson, and Alex Schneider. They all have ties to Russia, and it co- is a com- compilation a fairly thorough compilation and this is a sitting congressman who is has this posted on his 
house.gov website. <laughs> so these, this is fact. I don't think he could put this up here. And Is he uh, Democrat or Republican? Uh, he's Democrat. <laughs> He said California. <laughs> they have they have Republican congressmen. <laughs> wow, that's. I, get, uh, I was going to say that that is thoughtful and informative, but I guess again, and maybe it's maybe it's partly because I'm a weird conspiracy guy, or used to be much more so. Like, is anybody that shocked that oligarchies work together internationally? <laughs> that these U.S. oligarchs work with Russian oligarchs to maintain their high status? Like, they're not all independent. They're not just, like, these rogue, wealthy people, you know, all trying to, to hang on to what they've got. They're like, hey, let's work together and keep these people down. Let's all go work at Deutsche Bank. I, w- I would have thought they'd be more competitive, yeah. Yeah, once you reach a certain tier, you don't need to, you know, but it's all- you don't need to, to fight with your peers. But it's all about who can swing the biggest dick. That's all this is. Right, but if they all swing it collectively in the right direction, <laughs> Well, then they can just sweep aside the peasants. A lot of this, though, is about owed money, too. Yeah. You know. And owed favors, yeah. And owed favors and this and that. I mean, all these, I mean, at least three or four of them owe money to Russian businesses. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. And other, and the other people are just, like, sycophants who are like, like, Roger Stone is such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, the guy is. who has Nixon tattooed on his back. Oh, my God. <laughs> who had back channel conversations with Julian Assange. <laughs> yeah, he's talking the fucking Guccifer and all. Yeah. You know, he's just a piece of shit. He he, he just wants to get to that level of uh, of money. Check out. The, re- the rest of them, I hear Manafort's the biggest dipshit out of all of them <laughs> with his business dealings. And th- that's why he owes money. Apparently. Yeah, well, we know why Trump does, because he can only get money from Russian banks. I mean, it, what, what kind of idiot does it how, – how can you think that you could not – you could get away with trying to write an op-ed to make the public opinion sway and Mueller, Mueller not finding out about it? Come on. That the is- best part about this is Trump, had he not run for president, would never want for anything. His family – they probably would have figured out a way to pay that money back mm-hmm. or whatever. It's not like Putin called him up and said, you're running for president. Yeah. <laughs> Right. No. <laughs> you know. Nothing that overt, no. Yeah. Like, he, his life would be so... He may die of an aneurysm or something. <laughs> I think he really just wanted to stir things up and didn't expect this to happen. And yeah, now he's going to yeah, pay Or for he it. wanted Trump TV. Yeah. Sure. He wanted to see it's all fixed. It's all a rigged system. Otherwise, I would have won. And now I can do my next television series. Yeah. yeah come watch. Yeah, we'll I, I, about I, it. I agree. Yeah. He, he really was... Grossly unprepared to win. Yeah. Well, that's true in any case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, think- I mean, who could blame him though? I mean, everybody was saying he was going to lose. Yeah, no, not sure. everybody, but except for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Does anybody have anything else? I'm good. <sighs> no, thank you. I think I'm good. Thank you. That's going to be it for this week. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can share the podcast on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. If you'd like to contact us, please do so on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet us at profanearg or send email to godless at profaneargument.com. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, which you can find soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Podcasts devoted to comics, movies, TVs, video games, anything to fill your podcasting needs. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 